Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Sam Talks Nerdy Podcast. My name is Sam. I am your host with looks on par with Nathan Fillion, Ryan Gosling, and Russell Crowe. I hope all you very lovely people are doing well out there today. Getting excited for Christmas and New Year's Eve and all the holiday festivities. I certainly am because Christmas is my favorite time of the year. Always has been because I just love the whole vibe with all the cheer and all the cookies and presents and just the warm, fuzzy feeling that comes with the Christmas season. Anyways, it's time to do my review over the first and sadly last season of the live-action Cowboy Bebop series. I say last season because, as of recently, Netflix has canceled it after one season. Deep down, did I know the series would get canceled after one season? Oh, hell yeah. But did I also hold out hope that maybe it would get another season? Also, yes. I will talk more about this towards the end of my review, so stay tuned for that. Let's get into it. Like most of my reviews, let's start with the good. There were a lot of positives this season. I really think this is a lot better than most people are refusing to admit or not realizing. Like I said in my early thoughts post on my Instagram, I view this kind of like the Westworld TV show. Same sort of idea and elements, but a different story or a bit of a different execution. For example, they gave Jed a daughter, explored Vicious and Julia a lot more than in the anime, and even explored Spike's past in the Syndicate a lot more. The entire cast was really awesome, in my opinion. John Cho felt like Spike, Mustafa Shakir felt like Jet, Danielle Pineda felt like Faye, etc. I know some people were on the fence about John Cho and, and Danielle Pineda, but I thought they did it great. They really captured the personality of the characters, and plus, John Cho and Danielle Pineda, they probably had the best interactions of the entire season. I really love their chemistry when they shared a scene together. Probably my favorite scene between them is the, uh... Shower, bath, shower scene slash conversation. Which, by the way, that, that sounds really nice. If you're hearing something in the background, my apologies. That is the tornado sirens. They tend to run those around noon every day. The show did a really good job of capturing the whole vibe and the aesthetic and the just... Just sort of the feel of the anime. The sets, the music, the visual cues, they all did great in paying respects to the original source material. They literally went as far as to adapt the intro from the anime and even some certain moments from various episodes. Granted, some moments did feel a little bit off, and I'll talk about that shortly here in a little bit. But I really did enjoy some of the moments they did adapt. Like, probably my favorite episode of the, I guess, only season we'll get is the adaptation of Black Dog Serenade, where we kind of explore Jet's past and how he lost his arm. The music was just perfect. Yoko Kano really delivered some absolute bangers for this show. I was very excited when they announced that she was going to come back and do the music. If you've never heard of the soundtrack for Cowboy Bebop or the Cowboy Bebop movie, definitely look up on Spotify. They're awesome. The action. Now, kind of looking back at it, I probably should put this in the neutral, but I'll just go with it. The action was pretty solid this season. Not quite on par with the anime, and not a lot of the fights really stood out to me, but I, I still enjoyed some of them. Like, I enjoyed the one where Jet and Spike take on those robbers at the casino, which was an adaptation of the opening of the Cowboy Bebop movie. And I also liked the fight between Spike and Faye, also in the first episode, when they first encounter each other. You can tell they put a lot of work in the training. Ein the Corgi. Sweet, fluffy potato Ein. I have no complaints. He was probably who I was most excited to see. He was exceptional and adorable as Cuss. You can't hate him. I'm talking to you, Dad. You cannot, you cannot hate this corgi. It, I, I, I'm not allowed. It is illegal. I have spoken. A little context. My dad isn't really a big fan of corgis, and I'm pretty sure that if I got one, he would not be happy with me. The all are bad, Dad. Ooh, rhyme. Just because one bit my grandmother on the nose doesn't mean they're all bad. 
They can be good with the proper training. Now, for the first time ever, let's talk about some neutrals, which are things I'm kind of in the middle about. So, like I said earlier, while I loved some of the adaptations of episodes and moments from the anime, some didn't quite hit home for me. An example is the church fight at the end of the season. Battle of Fallen Angels is one of my favorite episodes from the anime, and the church shootout is one of my favorite moments of the anime as well. So, I was very excited when I found out they were going to you know, do this in live action. However, I felt a bit let down by the execution of the Netflix version. What I really love about that moment is that Spike is going up against Vegas and his goons all on his own. Netflix kind of defeated that purpose by having Fates come in and her ship and just mowing everyone down and then just leaving like Vicious and two of his goons but for Spike. Just, it wasn't really that exciting. While I liked Alex Hassel or Hassel as Vicious, there were some moments I did raise an eyebrow at. Well, to be honest, I didn't really have much of an expectation for his performance because, like I said, we hardly saw Vicious in the anime. We saw him probably like... Maybe five, six times total? Anyway, while I did like his performance, I did have some issues with his line delivery sometimes. I think what took me out of it was the fact that Alex Hassel's British and he didn't really put on a American accent for this performance. He just kept his natural voice. Which I think did him a bit of a disservice. When he quoted lines from the anime, it just sounded... off. Again, an example is the you know, final, final episode of, of the first slash last season where he's quoting lines from Battle of Fallen Angels and then I'm listening to this and I'm just like, oh, that's weird. Julia. I didn't really expect her to go down the path she went down this season, but I guess she needs to do something in, in future seasons if they ever happened. Wasn't really against it, it just felt different and didn't really expect that from Julia, but like I said, this is more of a retelling of the Cowboy Bebop story, so yeah. Radical Ed. Throughout the whole, like, advertising campaign and, you know, getting the series hyped out, people were all like, where's Ed, where's Ed, you can't have the, the show without it, and blah, 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 blah. I think it was getting to a point where people were sharpening their pitchforks and ready to go after someone if she didn't appear in the anime. Well, she did appear, and it felt weird seeing a character that hyper and charismatic being brought into live action. I didn't hate it because, well, for obvious reasons, of course, you know, someone that crazy and hyper, you know, being brought, brought into live action might be a little weird. Now, let's talk the bad, and there isn't really a lot I didn't like about this season. I didn't really care for some of the story choices. Like, I didn't really care about the whole Jet and, and his daughter storyline. While I get they probably wanted to add something to Jet's character, I felt like they could have just left it out. I, I really think the whole Jet trying to get some Tokumiyomo Cabbage Patch Kid toy for his daughter storyline that happened for like two or three episodes just, it did not need to happen. I also think they should have stuck to the anime and just have like Jet be aware that Spike is former syndicate. So, after all of this, did the show deserve to get axed? No, definitely not. I really, generally think this was good. However, this is the downside of, of this industry. Sometimes things just don't get a chance to grow. Plus, Netflix is kind of quick with, with this kind of thing. It feels like if one of their shows gets mixed reviews, they're just like, axe it. I think they did the same thing to Jupiter's Legacy, I think. Which was also a good show. I enjoyed it. It's just really crushing to see people not get something like this a fighting chance. Like, from 
day one when this was announced, people were all like, oh, this is going to suck, and blah, 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 eh, eh. Like, I literally had to prepare myself for the negativity that was going to come whenever I posted a bit of news when it came to this show. You all know my philosophy. The energy you put out into the universe or the world is what you get back. Plus, it's really sad, you know, to see people dogging on something that people are working very hard on. I often wonder if the haters just think that, like, the people behind the show just wake up and they're like, you know what, I'm going to make a god-awful live-action Cowboy Bebop TV show. I mean, how would you feel if you were working hard on something and, and wanting it to be good and then have random people just be all like, oh, this will suck, oh, you're so, oh, you're so done for doing this, kill yourself, blah, 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 long before it even releases. I mean, one thing that really disgusted me about, you know, when the show was getting near was all the hatred towards Danielle Pineda for not having the same body type as Faye in the anime. Who the hell cares? She's pretty and she looks good in the outfit. Shut up. Even if a show or a movie stinks, it's important to remember that people work hard on it. And that deserves a bit of respect and even a applaud for effort. Now, if they made something without giving a rip, that's a different story. But I have heard nothing about that when it comes to this show. I do wish the best of luck to the cast and crew and pray this doesn't really deter them. I also hope that there's a way this story can wrap up either through like a book or a movie. Just like, who cancels a show after that kind of ending? That's a dick move. Alright, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Sam Talks Nerdy. Make sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a few other platforms are happily down in my description. Feel free to leave me a voice message on Anchor, which will also be, also be linked down in my description. Follow me on Instagram, also in the description. And if you can, please leave me a 5-star rating and a good review where you can. It helps get my podcast out there for more people to listen to. This will probably be my last episode for the month of, the, of December, and I'll be back in January. So, until then, stay happy, stay warm, don't do anything illegal, have a good Christmas, and I will see you all next time. Peace out.